The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must eat America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must eat America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Lord knows they'll try. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, second hour of the National Intel Report. I'm your host, John Statmiller, with you on this 29th day of September 2020. Is it time to suck it up and get on with what we know has to be done? I would would think so. Let me give you an example of what some people in uniform... I give you North Carolina Sheriff Deputy. His name's Trip Kester, and he works for Davidson County down in North Carolina, the Sheriff's Department. And he went to a city council meeting in Davidson County. And the issue was whether to make their county a Second Amendment sanctuary. And yeah, Davidson County did pass the resolution to become a sanctuary county. How could they not after this man's speech? Here's what he said, and listen to the people in attendance. Is the American spirit dead? No, it's not. The sleeping giant is starting to wake. My name's Trip Kester. <clears throat> As you can see, I'm here. I just want to personally. Could you pull that mic up a little bit? Is that better? Okay. I just want to personally and publicly go on record supporting this resolution before us this evening. You know, guys, it's, it's simple. Like a lot of them have said, the Constitution needs no no explanation. It's been in force for several hundred years now. It's easy to understand. It says what it means and means what it says. And the last time I read the Declaration of Independence, it, it, it specifically reminds all of us that we're endowed by our Creator with certain inalienable rights, which means God-given, among these life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and that governments were instituted among men specifically to secure our God-given rights. He's not reading notes, It says notes, when folks. government becomes destructive to these ends, meaning when they go above and beyond trying to secure our liberties and trying to take them, it's the right of the people to alter or abolish that government, either by voting or ultimately, God forbid, to use our Second Amendment rights to protect ourselves from tyranny. And I'm just asking all of y'all 
to unanimously join our sister counties of Wilkes, Surrey, Stokes, Lincoln, and Cherokee and get on board with this thing and publicly demonstrate to us that you're willing to uphold and honor the same oath I took when I put my hand on God's word and held my other hand up to him and swore that I'd give my life to defend that Constitution. And I, and I hate, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but regardless of what y'all do or don't do, I'm not going to enforce an unconstitutional law. I'm going to be protect the people of this county regardless of what's done here so i'm just praying i've been praying about this thing all week that god would touch y'all's heart and say hey let's get on board let's do the right thing let's let these people know that we're here to support them and we're not going to allocate any personnel finances resources or facilities to infringe on their liberties thank you right now there's a culture war against the second amendment which is why i need your help spreading our message to all right you think this spirit's dead? Mm -mm. The people are tired of being afraid. They're tired of being lied to. They're tired of being manipulated. They're tired of being told what to do, how to do it, when to do it. And if you don't, the weight of the state is going to come down on your scrawny little neck. We will not tolerate dissent. We will not tolerate anything. I think this is probably the most important year I've seen in my life because we are at that tipping point. Are you people seeing it the same way that I am? It's all or nothing. We either get our country back, our lives back, our businesses. We either get that back. Or let me explain it to you this way. What is the most dangerous man or woman on the face of this planet? That is somebody that recognizes they have nothing else left to lose. So it then becomes, why not? Let me ask you this question. If an armed civil war does break out in this country, which seems, you know, black lives matter and we need to all come together and sing kumbaya and all that, then why incite hatred between the races? Why do that? Did we not have a black president such as he was for eight years in this country? You're going to tell me there's systemic racism in this country? There is not. But this is what they've been selling. But I... <laughs> I feel sorry for people that want to run against what this country has been what it still is, even in its weakened state. I, I can feel this. 
you're going to see people power like you've never seen it before. And we're not talking about organizing against a, an external threat and picking up arms and marching someplace and going and getting a bad guy. No. I'm talking about the restoration of our republic. Mary in Virginia. Hello, Mary. Hey, Jonathan. How are you? I thin, I thin, I'm not quite sure, but... <laughs> water, water, but not a drop to drink, right? right. What's on your mind? Right. Um, well, I'm referring back... Well, great. Oh, first hour, okay. Um, I'm going back 23 hours from now to all the poopy talk about Nadler. Five minutes, you and Steve, okay? Hello? Yes, I'm here. Poopy talk, you know, walking like a duck, putting a diaper on his head. Yet, Keith Rogers called 10 minutes later and said, BS, and you you lynched him. He quit. I would think you would be more loyal than that. Really? Thank you, Mary, for your call. Now, let me put you on hold for a minute to explain exactly to you why I did what I did. I had made a little slip-up, and we listened to the audio, and I started to say the yes, capital hit, capital S with a hit, as I explain it. And then I said, sugar. But the problem I've been having, and it's been brought to my attention, that we have shows that people think that it's okay to use the word mf -er, or drop the F-bomb on other radio programs. And I am going to set about making that correction. And Mr. Rogers could have handle, handled this in a different way, but he did not. Because the problem is, the problem is that once you start to let that slide, there's no reeling it back in. And he decided that he was being singled out and picked on, and he up and quit. This is the second person that has been a talk show host on this network that have told me on air, I quit. And I said, that's what you want to do? That's fine. That's fine. I'm sorry, Mike, what? Is she still talking? No, not really. Because I'd ask you to pot her down, and I said, I'm going to pot you down. I already told her that. She's still talking. Pot her back up. Like the woman in the bleachers? You see, I'm defending someone I really like. I'm sorry. Okay. Mary, Mary, you have been potted down. I told you I was going to pot you down. And you've been talking. I don't talking. care. I don't care. All right. Goodbye, Mary. Goodbye. Well, that's fine. I say what? Yeah, ass hat? I sure do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Well, I hope you enjoy Keith Rogers' program wherever he ends up at, Mary. At any rate. <laughs> What's that, Mike? I lynched him. Now he lynched himself and he quit. 
By the way, I talked to Steve Elkins, and he had been on edge the whole day. And Steve told me, he said, I don't know what's wrong with Keith, but he was really aggravated. He was making demands of me, telling me I've got to do this, and he wasn't taking no for an answer. And Steve and I have made allowances because we understand uh, the pressures that Keith is under. His medical his medical situation is not good. And sometimes the guy is nice and peaceful, and sometimes he's not so nice and peaceful. Well, yesterday he demonstrated that, you know, hey, I quit. Could have handled that differently. Could have said, hey, you know what? Okay. And that would have been it. Mary, do you think there might be bigger problems than we might have to be facing here? rather than in your love for this guy. Moving on. Jack Cashel is talking about Seth Rich's murder. Now, this is something that uh, nobody in Washington, D.C. really wants to solve. Why was Seth Rich murdered? And, of course, we go back to Julian Assange. On the face of things, the July 16 murder of Seth Rich had an intrigue enough for a full season of House of Cards. Unknown assailants gunned down the young DNC data analyst at 4 a.m. in the morning on a Washington, D.C. street and take absolutely nothing. Two weeks later, international man of mystery Julian Assange strongly suggests on Dutch TV that Rich was his source the purloined DNC emails, then rolling the uh, roiling rather the Democrat Party, and offers twenty thousand dollar reward to find a killer. Three days before the November election, Assange reportedly tells liberal media analyst Ellen Ratner that Rich was indeed his source. Days after the Trump inauguration, legendary investigative journalist Cy Hirsch cites an FBI report confirming Assange's claim. Later that year, DNC honcho Donna Brazil dedicates her book Hacks to the Rich and wonders out loud whether the Russian the Russians had played some part in the unsolved murder. Despite the stakes, the Trump presidency hinged on an investigation outcome. There was to be no TV series about Rich's life and death, no movie, no serious books, not even a single episode on unsolved mysteries. Incredibly, no major publication or network, save for Fox News, had even attempted to resolve the still-unsolved murder, and Fox executives rather wished they hadn't. To understand how this story, potentially explosive, could be suppressed for so long, it's necessary to understand one basic fact of Washington life. Donald Trump received just 4.1% of the district's vote in the 2016 election. 4.1%. His election disrupted short-term strategies, long-term expectations, and every one of the Capitol's major institutions, local, federal, public, and private, and the legal community among them. According to Hirsch, Trump was a circuit breaker, one who made a whole lot of enemies. Those enemies, as we've witnessed here, would go to great lengths to discredit Trump and uh, anybody associated with him, The pressure they can bring to bear on even those who want to tell the truth remains formidable. 
Instead of serious investigation by either police or reporters, the Seth Rich case generated a dumpster full of frivolous lawsuits. These suits have had the result, likely intended, of silencing those who would dare to investigate Rich's demise. All too predictably, the media have heaped abuse on the investigators and cheered on the litigators. Prominent among, prominent rather, among the private citizens who ask questions is Ed Bertowski, a Republican wealth manager from Texas. He said, it's horrible. I had no how, idea how big the other side is, and now they're completely after me. Once he started inquiring into Rich's death, said Butkowski, everything just turned to crap. He stumbled into his role as sleuth. Through his occasional TV appearances, he met Ellen Ratner, a friend of Assange. Her late brother, Michael Ratner, had been one of America's lawyers for the fugitive WikiLeaks founder. On the day after the election, Ratner lobbied or I'm sorry, lobbed a grenade into an otherwise banal panel discussion at Florida's Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University. I spent three hours with Julian Assange on Saturday at the Ecuadorian Embassy in London. Ratner volunteered midway through the event. One thing he did say was the leaks were not from, they were not from the Russians. They were from an internal source from the Hillary campaign or somebody that knew Hillary, an enemy. If the grenade had detonated, Ratner would have blown a hole in the collusion plot that centered on the presumed Russian hack of the DNC. Fortunately for the plotters, Ratner's self-involved fellow panelists skipped over her comments, and the event of the video went all but unseen. Now, according to a complex multipolar uh, party, rather, defamation suit, Butowski filed in 2019 he learned of Assange's revelation from Ratner herself. She contacted him after the meeting and added the critical detail that Seth Rich was Assange's source. On December 17th, Potowski contacted Rich's parents, Joel and Mary. He felt sorry for the Riches, sensing they would get no help from D.C., police, or the FBI. In addition, as Ratner reportedly told him, Assange had requested that the parents be made aware of Seth's role, a material fact, in the search for their son's killer. According to Batowski, Joel Rich told him he knew that Seth and his older brother Aaron were involved with the DNC email leak. Joel chose not to go public, lest people think his sons were responsible for getting Trump elected. Although the Riches would later deny many of Butowski's claims, no one disputes his offer to hire a private investigator for the riches um, or their acceptance of that offer. In the ensuing days, Ratner's public silence frustrated Butowski. On December 29, 2016, he sent an email to Ratner saying, If the person you met with truly said what he did, it's their reason you aren't rep- is there a reason why you're not reporting it? That same day, Ratner responded because it was family meeting. I would have to get his permission to ask for a new lawyer. Now, Patowski had one other lively source of information. In January 2017, he recorded a phone conversation with a profane and refreshingly candid Pulitzer Prize winner, Cy Hirsch. 
As Hirsch related, the D.C. police called in the FBI when its cyber unit failed to open Rich's computer. The FBI's hot, capitalist with a hit cyber team succeeded and filed a report. According to that report, Rich submitted a series of juicy emails to the DNC, to the WikiLeaks Dropbox, and asked Assange for money in exchange for more emails. Eager for confirmation, Batowski asked Hirsch if he had seen the FBI report himself. Hirsch admitted he had not. He explained that he had someone on the inside who had seen it, and that person over the years had proved unbelievably accurate in providing Hirsch with important information. Now, although not an ardent Trump fan, he donated to Obama in 2007 and initially supported Carly, uh, remember Fiornia? I guess that's how you pronounce her name. It's been so doggone long. Uh, Butowski thought the media was, well, really putting the screws to the new president. The apolitical Hirsch agreed, and he said Trump's not wrong to think they all lied to him. I have a narrative of how the whole Russian thing began. It's the CIA director John Brennan's operation, American Disinformation. For the next several months, Vitowski worked behind the scenes helping Fox News to try to shed light on Rich's death. On May 16th of 2017, a report by Malia Zimmerman was published on the Fox News website, headlined, Slain DNC Staffer Had Contact with WikiLeaks, Investigator Says. A book could be written about this unraveling at, uh, at the uh, Fox and this story. But in brief, Butowski went wrong by hiring the investigator in question, former D.C. homicide detective Rod Wheeler. Wheeler quickly proved uh, deceptions forced Fox to retract the story. Now, New York attorney Douglas Wigdor was the one person to sense Wheeler's real potential. Wigdor is the central point of all this, Butowski told me, although his name seems to have been lifted from a Harry Potter novel, Wigdor was all business. On October 1st, 2017, his law firm filed a lawsuit on behalf of Wheeler against Petowski, Fox News, uh, and Zimmerman, all three entities. In the suit, Wheeler claimed that Zimmerman had misquoted him to establish that Seth Rich provided WikiLeaks with the DNC emails to shift blame away from Russia. The news of the lawsuit cheered the hearts of the reporters everywhere, except Fox. Most in the media failed to notice that a week after suing on behalf of Wheeler, Wigdor sent a letter to British regulatory agency Ofcom citing the Wheeler suit as a reason to block the purchase of Britain Sky Television by Fox News' parent company, 21 Century Fox, 21st Century Fox. If no one else in the media noticed, the smear artist at Media Matters certainly did. Its president, Angeli, uh, Angela rather Caruso, sent a lengthy letter to Ofcom confirming that Fox exhibited tacit support for politically motivated misinformation. And Butowski argued that the Wheeler suit was a setup for Wigdor to extort money from Fox. As I document in my book, Unmasking Obama, the fight to tell the true story of a failed presidency, the media routinely defamed citizens, from Joe the Plumber to James O'Keefe, who attempted to thwart their narrative. 
NPR's lengthy hit piece on Butowski is classic in the genre. In a report produced August 17 of 2017, NPR's David Folkenflick, that's actual name, does not so much as even mention Wigdor, let alone maneuvering against Fox. Instead, he does a dumpster dive into Butowski's past. His not-so-subtle point to his disgraceful bit of pseudo-journalism is that the man would fudge his academic credentials, however trivially, uh, and could not be trusted to tell the truth about Seth Rich. Now, Folkenflick adds not a whit of new information about the death of Seth Rich. He assures his audience a year after the murder that the D.C. police believed Rich's shooting was the result of a botched armed robbery. Believed? That's it? Folkenflick also fails to mention Ellen Ratner, and at the expense of his own credibility, Potowski kept his promise not to reveal her role. Ratner repaid him. In March of 2018, two weeks after Joel and Mary Rich sued Potowski et al. for emotional distress, Ratner wrote an article for World Net Daily titled, I Love My Conservative Friends. She specifically cites Potowski, the man involved in Seth Rich controversy, and Ratner adds coyly, some say... He had the secrets of the Democrat National Committee, and some think he was just murdered. On August 7th, I'm sorry, the 2nd of 2018, a federal judge in Manhattan dismissed the suits brought both by the Riches and Wheeler. Judge George Daniel was particularly cool to Wheeler, ruling that he failed to prove that he had been misquoted and had also given his tacit consent to the article's publication. Aaron Rich was sued by Potowski as well, fed up with harassment. Potowski fired back with his own suit in March of 2019. In July of 2019, Michael Isikoff of Yahoo News released a six-part podcast called Conspiracyland, in which the former claimed that Russian intelligence agents planted the story that Rich was the source of the leaked emails. This laughable, lopsided podcast deserves the deconstruction of its own. Isakov, it should be remembered, was the reporter first designated to spread the Christopher Steele nonsense. Yet three years after the embarrassment, Isakov is still te- uh, treating intelligence community reports about Russian mischief as though they were gospel. Now, the critical le- revelation about the Isakoff story is that Ratner denies telling Bitkowski about the Seth Rich. It sounds like a stage phone call. Miss Ratner did protest too much. I had never heard of this character, she tells Isakoff about Rich. This was an extraordinary claim for any journalist to have made, let alone a friend of Julian Assange. Ratner spoke to Bitkowski four months after Rich's well-publicized murder. Once he learned of Ratner's denial, Butkowski amended his suit to include her involvement in the affair. He also shared publicly the Post, Election Day video of Ratner's panel discussion, as well as the audio evidence confirming Ratner as his source. The major media wants to know none of this. A Google search for Ratner Butkowski leads to no publication higher on the media food chain than Rolling Stone. Andy Kroll's August 2020 article, Killing the Truth, takes takes up where Iskoff left off. In this exhaustive waste of time and energy, Kroll cherry-picks his way through the available evidence 
and essentially accuses Petowski of concocting everything he had ever said about Ratner or Joel Rich, an accusation that shocked anew the long-since-jaded Texan. As to Seth Rich himself, all that Kroll can tell his readers is that his murder was just an attempted robbery gone wrong, the lone fatality among the rash of armed muggings in his neighborhood that summer. A botched robbery? It may have been, but four years after Rich's death, the skeptic has has to ask, could Kroll or Iskoff or any major media reporter interview at least one of the mugging victims? Couldn't they at least look for a fresh forensic evidence? Couldn't they put aside their foxphobia for the moment and at least fake an interest in finding the killers of the unfortunate Seth Rich? Or better still, couldn't someone in the intelligence community, anyone, ask Julian Assange what he really knows? The trial continues in England with Julian Assange, whether he's going to be shipped back to the United States. And the media is silent on this. This is journalism. This is its tipping point into the future, ladies and gentlemen. And the media is silent on it. Let's take this break. I'm going to get a fresh cup of coffee here. Gird myself for the calls that I know they're going to come in. 800 313 You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive! Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? 
It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Extend your life with Extendovite, a seven-herb combination made from garlic, cayenne, bilberry, hawthorn, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Each herb was chosen for their abilities to help improve irregular heartbeats, chest pain, lower cholesterol, as well as normalize blood pressure and clean and strengthen arteries, plus much, much more. Doctors have taken people off of some or all of their pills just because they believe their patients got better while taking Extendivite. Get the dependability of Extendivite. Just see how you feel in six months. A two-month supply of either capsules or liquid is only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. Call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. It's hard to find in the morning papers. It's hard to find in the magazines. It doesn't matter what show you tune in. It's hard to find on TV screen. All righty, we are back. Let us, um, oh, I have a message from Steve Elkins. Um, Mary, you'll be my quite contrary person. You'll be happy to know uh, that um, that Keith um, is planning on doing a show Sunday. So I guess he didn't quit. Okay? All right. Ken in New York. Hello, Ken. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. And they think that it's okay to try to bake my little keister on air for something, you know. <laughs> At any rate, what's on your mind, Ken? Okay, uh, your last hour when you were talking to Roger, has anything more been done about the release, the so-called release of the uh, returns through the um, New York Times? Nobody's actually produced anything yet? No. No. And I doubt that they're going to. I mean, they're exposing, somebody exposed uh, not just the uh, uh, tax information, but personal information and the Social Security number. And boy, I'd like to see a case go back through the New York Times until somebody starts squealing (laughs) and says, who inside the IRS let it out? Uh, You you think that might be a little illegal, Ken? (laughs) 
<laughs> I, I think it would. I think it would be the kind of case that Uncle Ralph would love to get a hold of. Well, <laughs> and, and, of and, and and you heard me. With, you heard me with Roger. I, I said, you know, how far are they willing to go? I think we're being demonstrated how far they're willing to go every single day. Yeah. This guy upset. They, this guy, hey Ken. This guy upset a lot of people's plans, future plans. He yeah. he made a lot of people angry. You know, uh, Trump, that, that's the kind of case, if you want a private attorney, you should get Rudy Giuliani to go after the New York Times. That would be a nice set of fireworks. Well, and and the drama, all the drama, and, and I want people to consider oh. this. What, what, what really is at stake is literally the future of our country. And I'm not suggesting that for one moment that uh, Donald Trump is going to be Jesus-like and walk on water. I think no. I've, I can. I, I think I've made myself clear that I wouldn't have voted for this guy. I, I didn't like his 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 arrogance, his bombastic attitude. But you know, in in dire straits and dire times, sometimes you have to really reach down. And I think Trump is playing the card perfectly. Well, this would certainly open up as to what the IRS is, because many, I think most people don't know whether it's public, private. It's like many of these organizations, they have a .gov website, and they immediately think that they're part of the government when they're not. Well, and, and interestingly enough, and I, I just simply phrased it this way, the IRS was nothing more than the banker's note of surety against yes. the future debt of the United States. Period. Yes, that's the best way I've heard it described. It, it, it really makes a lot of sense. Yep. You know, I, I, we used to think of them as a, as a collection agency, but uh, the way you explain it, uh, I, I like the, I like it. Can I? Well, pre- uh, uh, there's one other thing. Uh, he did. Do you remember? I guess he's still around somewhere. Webster Topley. Yeah. Yeah, didn't didn't Trump make mincemeat out of him in the what was it twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen over a comment he made about Melania? I I don't remember it. I, the psycho yeah. the can yeah. the psychodrama like that it doesn't. It yeah, just, know, it, it just it, rolls it, off my back because I'm concentrating on the most important issues that I see. I'm tired of the psychodrama side crap show. I really am. The only point was is that uh, he got he, he did get justice. He got even with him, and uh, put that subject to rest. All right, Ken. Appreciate your call, buddy. Good night. Thank you, Andy in Texas. Hello, Andy. Hey, John. Good to talk to you again. Uh, you know, isn't that amazing? We got to watch these entire uh, mainstream media networks just fall apart and. Uh, we don't even have a network now that, that shares our views whatsoever. We got one little shadow, and his name is Tucker. <laughs> we which, got one little guy. Yep. Well, and and, and one? yeah, and on, on, on the more political side, you have the Sean Hannity, which is next to useless for the amount of money that he's being paid. What's his true function at Fox News? And then you got Laura Ingram that she's another politico, but, you know, she throws some stuff in there every now and again. But Tucker Carlson... What do you think of... What? What do you think of Judge Jeanine Shapiro? 
She she's a former prosecutor, and she gets up there, and she's she's a, probably a better actress than she is or ever was a, a prosecutor. But she makes her points as well. But again, it's on the political side of stuff. There's nothing ever yeah, substantive no. that's ever discussed, Andy. It's all political. But Tucker Absolutely. comes in. Yeah. Tucker comes in and throws a few. A few irons um, in the. I, I, what I look for, what I look to happen with Tucker Carlson, he's going to be told if you want a job on Fox, you're going to have to tone this down. You're going to have to have script approval, and it's got to be okayed by management. I look for him. I, I, I'm seeing Fox degrade in the ratings. Okay, and and there's there's several reasons which I don't want to go into right now why that is happening, but suffice to say. Tucker Carlson's going to be hired by somebody else. I, I hope One America News hires him. I, I, I truly, I truly hope, because what I'm seeing. Well, I think he could. And, Andy, what I was going to say, what I'm seeing trending with One America News is they're serious. They're serious about presenting the news. And I think Tucker yeah. Carlson, somebody like him, would be a welcome addition, especially since I've already stated that they have picked up Project Veritas and the information that James O'Keefe is expertly uncovering with video and sound. So what does that tell you about the direction of One America News? They're out to replace Fox News. And I think given the, the, the right circumstance and enough money behind these people, they're going to do exactly that. And I, I totally agree with you. I, I totally believe One American News. I got, they're on my feed. I watch them all the time. I mean, I don't pick up every story. But what I actually called about was I just wanted to suggest, I mean, they did some survey that said 70% of Americans, based on their survey, would literally take this uh, vaccine. And so currently what I think they're doing is they're kind of delaying right now so they can figure out how to deal with the 30% that's not. I mean, 30% is a pretty good chunk. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, know, you saying you saying that 30%, is, <clears throat> those numbers, if you're saying that 30% isn't going to take it, it's higher than that. And this is what I was alluding to when I was talking to Landry, was in spite of the information being throttled, in spite of the opposing professional and expert opinions that they could have brought on to t discuss this COVID-19 stuff, they have been, they've been, the door's been shut in their face. In spite of Facebook and Twitter throttling any opposition to the experts, and there's many out there that have voiced their opinions, the information still got out, and there's a lot higher percentage than 30% that are going to refuse this vaccine. I think so, too. But, hey, so so my last question before I just jump off of here, uh, what's your gut feeling how this is going to play out? I mean, the end game. <laughs> We're going to be going through some very rough times. The, the left, and that's the political shortcut to the communists, the socialists, the whatever. Give them a name. I don't care what you call them. They're not, they're not done. You're going to see probably looting and more rioting, but then you're going to see direct action taken against them. They're going to be arrested. They're going to be thrown in jail. And I think what you're going to start seeing is the unraveling is actually is who's funding this, 
who the key players are, and the heat's going to be applied to them. This this is going to be this is this fire, if you will, is going to be quenched. It is going to be put out. But it's not going to be fun, and it's not going to be easy. And the question I asked was an open-ended one, Andy. How far are they willing to go? We're going to find out. Absolutely, John. There you have it. Keep going. All right. Andy, appreciate your call. Thank you. Christopher in California. Hello, Christopher. Hello, John. What's on your mind? Uh, is not the uh, Postal Department under federally under the auspices of, uh, of the uh, uh, executive branch? Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. I do not. I do not know the direct answer. To that I am not going to try to plot along, and I don't know. I believe it is, and if that would be the case, why doesn't our 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 good president put the kibosh on this unorthodox attempt at at miscuing? the voting system by way of mail because he stands to own all that stands is voter fraud as a result of this of this happening he can't win i I know he's gonna win but uh maybe maybe they the the directors have already decided that he's gonna win so uh, regardless of whatever he does uh he can't but but win so that being the case, but I wouldn't cut it so close to the trim, uh, 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 my friend. I would, if I was president and it did fall under my my branch, uh, executive branch, again, I I, I would uh, quell and put down the, because we know nothing can come good out of uh, mail-in ballots when they stuff the ballot box. Understood. If someone, if you. But Christopher, yes, let, let me let me let me give you the angle. Let me try to look through Trump's eyes, if I can, at this situation. He's already been a, a, accused of uh, interference with the mail-in ballots. He's been accused of going out and stealing mailboxes. There have been a ton of the sock puppets out there trying to make Trump look bad, with even raising the question about the the ballots themselves now if you're trump what are you going to do you're going to feed into that fire by going after the united states post office to really give the sock puppets something to sink their teeth into or are you just going to plot along with this knowing that and you said it trump's still going to win and then you deal with that situation. By the way, I was told uh, while you were talking that, yeah, it is under the executive. But Trump does not want to throw gasoline onto that fire. Well, I appreciate that uh, there, Uncle John. And uh, may God bless you and your format's wonderful. And I give when I can. You take care, okay? Going to hang in there as long as we can, brother. And we're going to bring the good fight. We have yet to everything, begin. Everything good. Everything good to you in your house. Bye now. Thank you. I appreciate it, Christopher. Yeah, we have yet begun to really fight. We're still lining up in the sights who the enemies are. 
This is a very dangerous thing to do. <laughs> this is very dangerous. He says, well, I'm, I've always suggested that all the chips are moved into the center of the table here. This is one gigantic poker game. And they're, they're in it now. They can't back out. The bluff is there. But they, they've got to go with the hand that they've got. There's no more cards to deal here. Too many eyes are watching this game. And they're stuck with nothing but a big bluff. How do you think it's going to turn out for them? Well, well, well. By the way, has anybody looked at our website? And the, t the story that I titled, and now a word from lamestream media? Is Redfield? You know, how do you think that these people are feeling right now? They thought they had this thing sussed. They thought they had a handle on it, and they could pull this off. The CDC, the World Health Organization... How do you think Bill Gates is feeling right about now? I've seen pictures of him lately. He does not look well. He looks like he's aged 10 years in the last year. I think Mr. Gates has finally figured out that um, his butt's on the line. <laughs> People have had enough, folks. And in spite of their control, this is what I'm trying to relay to people, in spite of the controls of the media and the print and the platforms, the message has still gotten out. How is that possible? I thought they were gods. I thought they could do and control anything. Well, to their dismay, they have figured out that they can't. And this as it's been described many times. This is the sea change. This is the new normal. This is the worldwide reset for the globalist, the bankers. They're all in, folks. All we've got to do is maintain. Sound simple? It may sound simple, but the only thing that we have to do is maintain. Maintain our properties. Maintain our weaponry. Maintain our sense. It's all that we have to do. This is going to play out. There's nothing you or I... Is, we're not going to be able to stop it. And I don't think at this point in time that's even an option. Let it play out. They revealed themselves what they intend to do. It's going to play out. Folks, this is nothing short of global domination by the um, New World Order people. They're all in. Well, guess what? They've discovered something. So are we. I wouldn't want to be in their shoes, because you can have all the money in the world, but when the world's opinion turns against you and they start to pick up the pitchforks <laughs> it's all over but the shouting hey gang Patrick Slattery here with an important message that is pertinent to anyone who shops for groceries 
eats food, or just has an inquisitive mind like myself. What I'm about to introduce you to is a segment of our food culture that has been kept so low profile to the American public that virtually no one is aware of how dominant it is on our refrigerator and cupboard shelves. What I'm talking about is the kosher certification industry and a new app, Koshertify, that delivers a comprehensive education on all aspects regarding this little-known practice. After reviewing this app, I found that it is useful for practically anyone who purchases food, regardless of their religious faith or identity. Its database of products not kosher certified is a win-win convenience for all food-conscious people. So why not check out thekosherquestion.com or click on the link at nationalbugle.com and see how modifying your grocery shopping with the Koshertified app can make a huge difference for your future. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Is your property a financial burden and causing you grief? Have you tried to sell but can't find buyers? Or are you just too busy to sell your property? Don't worry. We have the right solution for you. We buy properties as is, with cash, close in 30 days, and pay all closing costs. Our service is ideal for property owners who are in pre-foreclosure, have high-end repair costs, experiencing financial hardship, going through costly divorces, are relocating, need cash for retirement, suffering family loss, or have tax liens. Whatever your situation may be, we can help you sell your property and get the money you need. If you own a single-family home or multiple family units, call us for a free consultation at 888-910-1037. That's 888-910-1037. Or visit our website at cashingproperty.com. That's cashingproperty.com. Sell your property fast and leave all your worries behind. How much time we got left here, Mikey? Five minutes. Four minutes. All right, just trying to figure what I can squeeze in here in the last four minutes. Ooh. How long is this? Too doggone long for the remaining segment here. Oh, goodness gracious. You know what? How much you got of that uh, Steve Voss, Texas? How long is it? 
play it. Play it, brother. That'll be my exit song here for tonight while I go home and get out a bottle of Coke and get the popcorn good. Uh, make a nice bowl of popcorn to to probably watch the highest rated show of 2020. And that's the political show. <laughs> Headed up by Chris Wallace that's really an anti-Trumper. This ought to be this ought to be fun. You ready? Do 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 do. Yep, that's the one. All right, folks, we're out of here. We'll see you tomorrow with another edition of the National Intel Report. Go ahead, crank it up. We'll see you then. Deep in the heart of Texas. Back in 18 and 35, they drew a line in the sand. The folks at Gonzales had freedom on their minds. It was all because of a cannon that had kept their colony safe. But then General Santa Ana sent some Mexican troops to take the big gun away. You know what those colonists said? Come and take it if you want it. Come and take it if you think you can. Come and take it, but we'll warn you. You'll have to buy it from our cold dead hands. We want the freedom that God gave us. So you best not cross that line. If you want this gun, you gotta come through us and take it. One shot at a time. That started a revolution that no one could put down Like a wildfire for freedom It's burning even now You see, even if you got an army When all is said and done You just don't mess with Texas Especially when it comes to guns The Mexicans went home without that cannon Come and take it if you want it. Come and take it if you think you can. Come and take it, but we'll warn you. You'll have to buy it from our cold dead hands. We want the freedom that God gave us. So you best not cross that line. If you want this gun, you gotta come through us and take it. One shot at a time. I know the Constitution, and it gives me certain rights that I will never, ever give up, at least not without a fight. So if anybody's even thinking they're going to take my guns away, like the good old boys down in Gonzales, I got one thing to say. Come on, make my day. Come and take it if you want it. Come and take it if you think you can. Come and take it, but I warn you, you'll have to pry it from my cold dead hands. We want the freedom that God gave us, so you best not cross that line. If you want this done, you gotta come through us and take it. One shot at a time.
Hey, honey, I'm home. I grabbed a newspaper on the way home. Look at all the news today. Don't you know that all you're going to get in the newspaper is propaganda, twisted news, and false information? Honey, this is a national newspaper. It has to be true. Ha! For some reason, the majority of the population believe anything the mainstream media tells them. The newspaper doesn't give out the important attention of what's happening to this country and news that affects our daily lives. Say, does that newspaper mention anything about the North American Union? No, not that I can see. I didn't think so. You need to go to www... This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.